Hi, Cole here, creator and narrator of The Town Whispers. It's been a long summer, but the leaves once again fall, and with autumn comes longer nights that beg for darker tales. And to fill those long, cold evenings, I've launched a brand new podcast called Tiny Terrors. Tiny Terrors is a nostalgic horror anthology series that is as fun as it is dark. Join three friends as they delve into a forgotten corner of storytelling history and bring to light the darker depths yet still hidden in those often untraveled corners. Subscribe, listen, and review Tiny Terrors wherever you listen to podcasts. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Town Whispers is a narrative horror podcast that will tell the many stories hidden behind the rain and the fog and the trees of a town called The Fort. Events that take place in the fort are not suitable for all listeners. Discretion is advised. uncomfortable itch, a twitch of the toe, a cold flick of a breeze or a trick of the light. It starts so small. It begins in the eyes, as they ache watching the way the world sits not quite right when a lie is spoken. With a vulgar twist of the skin as it fits too tight on the meat, and the pain of a tooth indulged on white lies, that sweet sugar-dusted treat. As it settles in the stomach, as such an unconsensual meal does, the bits of it begin to bubble and bloat. Oh, the pain of swallowing lies whole. It all begins so small, like a dagger tip pressed to the skin. The feeling of betrayal 
It wheedles its way in so thin to the heart where it worms about and starts to fester and rot those feelings and thoughts that once tinted the skin of one loved with rose petals. Her footsteps bent and bowed the floorboards just so that the popping and grinding as they rocked back into place distracted her pace as she paced about just down the hall from where Minnie sat in a chair at her desk with that dollhouse. The tip of her brush so small as she matched the paints and the tints to the wardrobe that stood six feet tall just across the hall in Paul's room. Minnie? Did, uh, did Alfie come round? Alfie? Why would Alfie come round here? Why would you say it like that? It wasn't like I invited him for tea. He was looking for Paul. Oh, no. No, I, I don't think he did. Uh, are you sure? You didn't hear a knock at the door? I've been preoccupied. It's possible I didn't hear a knock. Oh, um... Well, maybe Paul answered the door. Uh, Alfie was in an awful rush to talk to him. <laughs> Something about bones found in his field or, or some such nonsense. You'd have to ask Paul. Right. Right. Uh, and, and where is Paul, anyways? In his room, <laughs> I imagine. You'd imagine? Oh, come now, Ruth. I don't keep tabs on the boy. His, his room is literally less than ten paces from your own. How do you not know where he is? I'm not his caretaker, Ruth. He's a grown man. And why are you being so standoffish? I'm not not being standoffish, Ruth. I just don't know where Paul is. Is there something you aren't telling me? No, Ruth. Are you sure? Yes. I'm sure. As best she could. Minnie turned as Ruth still stood in the door and smiled at her. Just enough. Not too much. Just enough to pass what she wouldn't tell right under Ruth's nose. The sound of gravel underfoot. So monotonous, bore into Garrett and Paul as they walked. Garrett led, while Paul followed, and all the while they silently wondered who'd speak first. Who would break that contract? That pack of silence that tied Paul to Garrett and Garrett to Paul as they grazed their fingers along the wet winding walls as they hunched down low and slowed near to a crawl or nearly fell as the floor sharply turned downwards from time to time. And as time passed... As that sound of gravel underfoot ground into them, still the idea that they might not make it out alive sat on the tip of their tongues and their parched mouths. Like a poison pill, so close to being swallowed, it sat. And as it sat there longer still, the urge to swallow became greater and greater until the need to spit it out finally filled the air with the sound of Garrett's voice. Paul... Paul? Yeah? Don't suppose you have a hidden canteen stashed away you forgot to mention? No. Uh, 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 Why'd you stop? What's, What's the deal? 
What? First you wake up, madder than a pack of dogs, full of piss and vinegar, and now you can barely string two words together. It's been a complicated day. How so? A bit of a long story, really. Try me. Can we walk and talk, or do we have to stand here and waste time? I'm sure there was a nicer way to ask. Like I said, it's been a complicated day. Well, go on then. Try me. The challenge didn't bite nearly as sharply as the fact that Paul couldn't let Garrett have the last word. Not when all he'd heard for going on hours was the sound of his own voice as it slowly soured and blamed him over and over for the unfortunate circumstance which had led him walking behind Garrett, praying to see the sky again. I'm not from around here. You don't say. Ha ha. And I can't say that my time in the fort has been exactly leisurely. I wouldn't imagine so. It's not exactly a destination. Yes, well, I came here for work. What do you do for work? Well, I'm a writer. A writer? Well, what have you written? Well, I guess I should have said I'm trying to be a writer. I came here looking for the lost history of an ancestor of mine, a person by the name of Richter Collins. He lived here a long time ago, but I figured I could track down his history and make for quite the adventure. Not panning out the way you imagined then, eh? Paul's chin fell low as his disappointment bared down on him. It had taken a toll. That empty page that had sat in his Underwood typewriter so long and so long he'd stared at it and rubbed at it and massaged at it that all there seemed to be where words should swim was an empty hole of nothing but mud and stagnant water. No. No. No, not how I'd imagined it at all. Well, uh, under normal circumstance, I would offer to help. But seeing as how I'm not feeling overly confident we're meant to make it out of here, that offer will have to wait. What do you do? For work, that is. I work for the Fort Historical Society. Pathetic, really. It's just me. And I mostly just read through old letters and journals, other handwritten accounts of monotonous daily tasks, uh, etc. Wait a minute. You're the historian on sabbatical. Sabbatical? I've been to the Historical Society a couple of times, and each time the same miserable man just turned me away. You you know, the one missing an arm. Mr. McCormick? Ah, he isn't so bad. Garrett. He's had a rough go of it. One of those guys who just couldn't seem to make it work. I think there was some bad blood between him and his old man. Garrett, look! The hazy yellow light of fire feathered the walls up ahead and backlit the sharp, angular corner that hid what was just beyond its edge spewing out that warm glow. I don't hear anyone. No, neither do I. But perhaps we should wait a moment longer. I'm gonna go see what it is. Carrot, just wait and see if we hear anything. There's no point rushing. I need to get out of here, Paul. I'll be careful, but but I'm going to look. Damn it. Uh, Okay, okay. Garrett trudged forward, the weight of weary limbs making his walk more laborious to watch than such a small number of steps had any right to be, and then as Paul watched, Garrett stepped beyond the rocky wall and out of sight. Jesus Christ. God damn it. Look, 
Look what we've got here. <laughs> thank, thank God. I'm starving. A roughly hewn table sat in the middle of the room. Paul stopped and stood. What were you thinking? You scared me half to death. I was thinking, damn, Paul, I want to get in on this before I eat it all up. Strewn across its top, all manner of food and drink and warm to the steam and heat of it still rising in thin ethereal welcoming salivating wisps in the air. Dig in! Is that... Oh my goodness, is that a roast? It smells heavenly. It, it tastes heavenly too. Well, I am famished. Say, going back to my earlier comment though, this feels a bit contrived. Thanks the question. Who left this food for us? At this point, I don't care at all. Oh god, water. Pass me that cup. Well, here you go, my good sir. Why, thank you, kindly gentlemen. Well, now, I, I don't want to be a spoiled sport. And then don't. But uh, we probably shouldn't be eating this, should we? Probably not, but there's water and food, and I'm warm for the first time in what feels like forever. Yes, but uh, <clears throat> who left it here for us and, and why? Is there a is there a door? Is this underneath a kitchen? I don't know. Have a look. I have a look around. I suppose. Solve that hungering curiosity of yours. With a hunk of meat still hanging out of his mouth, as he chomped and bit at it, Paul squinted and moved to the darker parts of the room and ran his hand along the wall, hoping to find <laughs> a way out, excluding the oh. way in. Nothing quite like filling the old gullet to ease one's mind and body. Find anything useful? A way out, maybe? No, not yet. This room is much bigger than I thought. I've just followed the walls around to see if there's a door or a tunnel or a very nation of Jesus. Christ, what the hell is that? What? What? What is it? Garrett strained his eyes, trying to make out what it was that had stopped Paul in his tracks. I... I don't think we should be so eager to eat that food, Garrett. What did you find? Oh no. Do you think he's dead? I don't know. How would I know? Go and, go and see if he has a pulse. You do it! Don't touch a dead body. Jesus Christ. Well, is he dead? No. No, he's alive. God! Somehow that's worse. He's not waking up. How the hell did he get down here? Oh, I hate this downtown. It's the same. It's the same anywhere you go. Have you been anywhere else? No, but... Isn't it? I'm telling you, 
being abducted by nuns. It's not normal. Oh, stop yawning. Stop yawning. Every time you yawn, I need to yawn. Oh, you started it. Oh. Jesus. I need to sit down for a moment. We... We just need to find a way out of here, Garrett. You can't be taking a beat. Well, why, why don't we just wait until he wakes up? I'd uh, rather not find out uh, what a special type of crazy finds their way down here willingly and lays a feast. We don't use that word crazy here. God damn, I can barely keep my eyes open. Same. Same. Just need a little nap. Yes, just five minutes. Rest our eyes a little. This episode was written, directed, and narrated by Cole Weavers, with sound production and editing by Harlan Guthrie. Our theme song is by the ever-wonderful Charlie P.S. This episode featured Harlan Guthrie as Garrett Franklin, Mike LeBeau as Paul Collins, Lydia Nicholas as Ruth McMillan, and Imogen Harris as Minnie. To find additional information or join our Patreon to support the show and receive ad-free episodes, visit our website at thetownwhispers.com. Rate and review us online. Tweet us at The Town Whispers. Join us on Discord by clicking the link in the description. Visit us on Facebook or email us at thetownwhispers at pulpaudio.ca. The Town Whispers is a serialized horror podcast produced by Pulp Audio, distributed by Callum Doherty of the Rusty Quill Network, and licensed under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share-Alike 4.0 International License. I got the ghost of you inside of my head. What I'm supposed to do, the blood has been shed. He got a dark past in a soul that's Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.